Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to CWTG. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning back in to another episode of CWTG. I'm glad to have you here. Our story today, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be about um, Michael Harris, a.k.a. Harry O., who was the co-founder of Death Row Records, and he speaks on the pardon that he got from uh, President 45. Portions of this story, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming to you from uh, Black America Web, and Speaking of that right now, let me get my dirty laundry out of the way. You know how we got to keep it clean at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the uh, Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit education or personal use tips the balance in the favor of of fair use all right now that we got that out of the way let's get right into it people michael harris is the man who privately funded the startup money to uh, launch death crow records he is a free man commonly known as harry o the california native was pardoned by uh another than uh donald or 45 as i like to say I, I, I shared to utter that name. By President 45, uh, the decision took um, many by surprise as uh, Harris served 30 years for drug trafficking and murder charges while he had been uh, uh, spotted with Snoop Dogg and DJ Battlecat since his release. Uh, the world has yet to hear from him until now. Uh, Michael recently spoke with the uh, Daily Mail, oh, and I do have that article here, and I'm want you, I'm gonna uh, read some of that uh, from that uh, article. And believe me, they they don't tell a pretty a uh, picture as we're hearing from uh, Black America Web here. But let me go on. Uh, uh, Michael recently spoke with the uh, Daily Mail and opened up uh, about finally leaving uh, the big house. Um, it was an awestruck moment, he said. I'm, I'm riding in the car with my folks and uh, we coming back from the uh, prison. I just had a peace of mind and I said I didn't uh, feel like it. Uh, they said, what? I said I didn't feel what uh, I had just left. He went on to add that all of the time he had served was a learning experience. That does not mean I didn't get the uh, insight from the uh, 33 years, uh, uh, the wisdom, but from that moment, I felt like I had never been in prison. That's how powerful freedom is. I have a second chance to make different choices. Now, I'm not one to speak on prison because I've never been there, but I have seen a few city jails and uh, county jails in, in my time, ladies and gentlemen, and believe me, I remember every minute of it, and it was a great relief for me, even though, like I say, my, 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 my time was uh, very short, and uh, uh, it's nothing like 30 years, but uh, I was joyous and happy and, and, and overwhelmed at the uh, aspect of freedom before I got out and the, the wonderful feeling that I felt after I was uh, finally released. And I know you guys are, are wondering right now, well, what could have Ted possibly been in the uh, city jail and county jail for? Well, there were some uh, misdemeanor things that happened in my lifetime. And you know how this injustice justice system is where actually I shouldn't have even been there. But that's a uh, story for another episode. Anyway, uh, I'm getting back to uh, where he said that uh, the 59-year-old went on to also uh, went on to thank the uh, disgraced former president 
of the United States. I, what is that there? I appreciate uh, President 45, his children, his son-in-law, whatever. Uh, he did it. He did it. Went on, um, when so many others wouldn't, he said. I put in for a clemency with Obama, and it had to go through so many uh, bureaucratic loopholes, it, it never got to him. I do believe is what he says, but it it didn't happen on his watch. I guess he's saying that it happened on President Forty Five watch, which is pretty much the case. But uh, uh, I hope that there ain't no I scratch your back, you scratch my back favors in mind. You never know. But I don't know. He. He he pardoned a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, uh, Michael Harris is just one of, of many. So uh, that's what he was in the business for, ladies and gentlemen. I guess it's about giving out pardons, and I'm sure every one of them feel the same way. Uh, President 45 issued out 143 pardons. Uh, one year in 2017... Uh, six in uh, 2018, eight in 2019, 12 in 2020, and 116 in January of 2021. So he was handing out pardons like kids in a candy store. And I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it. In fact, I know most of them were colleagues and associates and, and politicians that he was uh known to be associated with now that's not me saying that that's a statistic saying that but still ladies and gentlemen you have to admit in uh four years that's a awful lot of uh, pardons 143 pardons of clemency uh, that's the most i ever heard of not to say that that's the most that's ever done happened but that's a pretty healthy point. And then you got to think, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, January of 2021, is where the majority came from at 116. So if you ask me, I think he was definitely trying to make some point there for him to go through uh, uh, year uh, 17, 18, and 19 with only uh, 1, 6, and 8, and 12. And then we get to this year, this month we're still in, and uh, he does 116. That's an awful lot of pardons, but I digress. Let's get back to uh, AKA Harry O. Well, actually, ladies and gentlemen, I guess uh, he really didn't do that many because according to the uh, statistics, uh, President Obama of the act of clemency did 1,715 were commuted, including 504 life sentences and 212 were pardons. Most individuals granted uh, executive clemency by Obama had been convicted on drug charges and had received lengthy and sometimes mandatory sentences at the height of the war on drugs. Okay, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess that uh, you can almost say that he passed out pardons, uh, President 45 did, to his friends and associates and, and just a few other individuals besides that. So y'all must beg my pardon because actually now that you look at this, he didn't hand out very many pardons at all. So maybe, but that still brings me back to the point that then maybe there was something personal behind the pardons that he did do. So yeah, I, definitely there was something else going on there. But then you got to think about this too, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 1,715 people that uh, uh, President uh, Obama had uh, pardoned and given clemency to, and it was also because of the uh, war on drugs. Then if you think about it, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that he was pardoning, pardoning uh, individuals who uh, at the time was his vice president 
the one who helped uh, 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 write up these uh, crime bills in this uh, war on drugs. The current president and the uh, current vice president, who also had a large uh, part to do with the uh, incarceration of um, a lot of uh, Native uh, Black Americans. Now that we have to keep that in mind, that when when you see how many that he pardoned, it was definitely because of of uh, of his of his uh, crime bill and his so-called war on drugs. But if you look at it right now, I don't see them having this big war on drugs when it comes to this uh, opioid epidemic. That's what they call it now. Oh, it's an epidemic. It's not a war on drugs. But I'm going to digress before I get too far off of uh, the uh, subject. But y'all know where I'm going with that. Anyway, the Daily Mail has to say they got the exclusive on the uh, Death Row Records, a co-founder and former drug kingpin, uh, Michael Harry O. Harris, weeped in remorse and vowed to uh, help kids avoid crime in his first interview after being freed by President 45. That tells a different story from what we just heard from uh, um, Black America Web. But then I told you, ladies and gentlemen, that's how it always is when uh, 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 mainstream media is reporting something. You know how they got to flavor it up and, and doctor it up and put all type of sugars and frostings and Hellman's mayonnaise all over the doggone sandwich. You know, so, you know, whether he said it or not, who knows? It's a possibility. But anyway, I, let's get to uh, right to this. Cocaine kingpin uh, Michael um, Harry O. Harris was freed from uh, Long Park Federal a Correctional Institution last week after being pardoned by President 45. The 59-year-old created Death Row Records, the record label that launched the career of uh, rap legend Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and uh, Tupac. I don't know if that's actually correct because I know for a fact that Dr. Dre was, you know, he was with uh, NWA before he went to a death row records. So they can miss me with that one. Uh, anyway, it goes on to say that uh, he has been uh, behind bars since 1988 until 45 pardon cut his sentence seven years short. Uh, Harris told the uh, Daily Mail. Uh, he was caution- it was a cautionary tale telling how desperate uh, poverty and the lure of riches from pushing drugs corrupted him to uh, uh, to help kill my people. He voiced uh, uh, his voice cracking. Harris said he was now consumed with the regret of coming face to face with the circumstances of his crimes in uh, a San Quentin State Prison. Harry said he will use his freedom and influence as a former rap mongrel to uh, push for a justice reform and help for uh, poverty and crime-ridden neighborhoods. He added, I appreciate President 45, his children, his son-in-law, or whatever he did, he did it, when so many others wouldn't do it now you know what okay i i understand that he feels that he must give some recognition to president 45 you know for uh for his uh mercy of, of pardoning him and then only seven years so he almost did the entire sentence but why are you sh- showing appreciation to his children and his uh son-in-law it had nothing to do with the pardon. Or are you trying to say that they came up to uh, their daddy and say, hey, dad, I need you to do me a favor. Can you you can you can bust my friend uh, uh, Harry O up out the slammer, you know, because he didn't he didn't did enough of his time. And I think it's time that he be back on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, I, I can't see no reason why he would be uh, giving thanks 
and showing uh, a gratitude toward anybody other than the, a person that did you the favor, which in this case we know it was President 45. Other than that, I, I don't I don't get that part right there. And I guess it ain't for me to get. I, I'm, I'm not a Mazungu, so who knows? Or I wasn't pardoned, or I ain't never did that type of time in the penitentiary. So I don't know. So uh, I'll leave that to y'all to figure that out. And then he talking about the guy was uh, weeping. So that means he was crying. So the dude that spent 30 years in, in prison, and y'all want to tell me the first thing that he did when he got out was start crying? Y'all trying to put all type of condensation and moistness in, in, into the man. And he ain't been back out on the streets a week yet. And y'all sitting here talking about, oh, he was, you know, he was crying and he was weeping and and, and uh, he was uh, full of all type of conversation and he was just so moist that he vowed that he was going to uh, pledge to uh, uh, devote his life to helping kids and, 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 and helping them avoid crime, you know, anyway, I can't see it. Ain't no way, no, no, uh, uh. A uh, mongrel like that, along with being uh, uh, a thirty-year prisoner, came out like that. Y'all can, y'all can. I ain't buying it. I don't care what y'all say. Uh, the fifty-nine-year-old who created the uh, Death Row label that launched the career of uh, rap legends uh, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Tupac walked free from the California Federal prison last Wednesday. He had been behind bars since 1988 until Trump, excuse me, 45 pardoned, cut his sentence down to uh, uh, in the last seven years. Um, in an exclusive interview with the uh, Daily Mail TV, Harris said he was a walking cautionary tale uh, telling how desperate poverty and the lure of riches um, from pushing drugs corrupted him into uh, a help kill my people. Yeah, he said that already. He revealed how a lobbying campaign by uh, Snoop, MC Hammer, uh, uh, venture uh, capitalist Chris Redlitz, and justice reform activist swayed the former president's daughter, Bianca Trump, and her husband, um, Judge Kushner securing his freedom in the final days of Trump's administration. Now, did y'all just hear that? That's why I told you, why is he thinking these individuals? So, where, where is he, you know, where is this coming into play at? So, now he's trying to tell us then that the uh, 45's uh, children, or 45's daughter and her husband, is the one who uh, 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 securing his freedom in the final days. And they don't say help. I'm looking at the way that they worded that. Bianca Trump and her husband, George Kishner, securing his freedom in the final days of uh, 45's administration. Now, is that what 45 said? Is that where they, uh, is that where the Daily Mail is getting that from? Because from what I understand, this interview was done by uh, 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 Mike. So Mike or Harry O or whatever, uh, or Mr. Harris, whatever his name is, if he was the one who's giving this interview, are you telling me that he told y'all? And if so, how did he find that out? Did Bianca and, and Jared uh, uh, call him up and write him up and say, hey, player, we got you out, man. We, we we talked to Daddy and and, and Daddy gonna uh, he gonna do that thing, baby, and you gonna be free. I'm just saying. Otherwise, where would the Daily Mail get that from? Because this is an interview with Mike, so they certainly didn't get it from uh, uh, President Forty Five or his uh, his children. Now it goes on to say that. Uh, and the uh, former Los Angeles drug lord expressed his regret at the fate of death row, which he said turned from a mouthpiece for the black voices in the music industry into a money-making machine that crashed and burned with notorious criminal co-founder Suge Knight at the helm. Wow. Now, I don't know if that's true or not if he said it, but it sounded like to me he throwing his, his boy, 
his other co-founder up under the bus. I mean, although we do know what uh, Suge Knight has done. It's been all through the uh, uh, social media and lamestream media about uh, his crimes. And I believe that he's locked up as well. But, uh, you know, if you're a, if you're a criminal... And, and your co-founder is a criminal. I can't see the reason why you would be uh, throwing him up under the bus simply because you got some, some your freedom from a, a Mzungu. I mean, I thought y'all, you know, had a certain code that y'all stood by because it's not like that uh, he specifically had anything to do with what you were doing and why you got locked up. So, you're giving the... Uh, Mazungu children of 45 some praise and you sitting down here throwing your boy up under the bus I mean you could I'm sure you knew what type of brother he was that's the reason why what you went in business with him and then it makes me wonder too if uh if they did go to bat for him why what would uh Bianca and, and uh uh, 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 Jared uh, Kushner would have an in, in association with the uh, the way y'all calling him. You're calling him a drug kingpin. What associations do y'all have with that where y'all felt that y'all needed to go up back to y your father and uh, have him pardon him? That's questionable to me right there. You, you, you're not saying that you got any help from any uh, uh, melanated individuals or melanated organizations. You know, uh, uh, NAACP, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, and uh, the, the, all of the uh, other uh, black groups that's out here. I don't understand why you didn't get any help from them, but you specifically got help and pointing out the fact that uh, uh, that they the ones who are, uh, went to bat for you. It makes me question, first of all, how do they know you? They know you from the papers or something. So, so in other words, ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to say I don't believe this BS. I'm not falling for anything that they're seeing here because there's this, uh, there's something behind this that's uh, that, that they're not telling, and they bringing this, uh, in my opinion, this false narrative about the reason why he's out and why they helped him. Okay, anyway, it goes on to say that set in the uh, unfamiliar comforts of a marine marina uh, view suite at the Rich Carlton Hotel in Los Angeles, Harris told the uh, Daily Mail he was still reeling from his uh, unexpected release. Now his release was unexpected? Uh, see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? It's too much going on here for me to believe exactly what they're talking about. Uh, this one thing that I know for sure, yo. Well, if you getting pardoned, ain't nothing unexpected about it, because there's a procedure in order for you to get released out of uh, out of jail. Now he he's saying one thing to uh, American Black Web, saying that you know he felt like he wasn't even in there because that's what freedom do to you. To now, Daily Mail saying, oh, he was crying, he was weeping, he he's feeling uh, regretful. So the only part that I see that you can believe about this story, and I always tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, when you get stories from the lamestream media, only thing you can believe is the uh, circumstances which uh, of the case, which is he has been released. All this other hogwash they're trying to feed us, uh, Teddy G ain't buying it. I guarantee you I'm not buying it. And I know my intelligent thinking individual uh, listening audience, they're not buying it either. They're not they're not buying it. So they can miss me with that one. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the article goes on to say that uh, there's not a dime of a difference between uh, Democrats and Republicans when it comes down to the results to me at this point. Until the change, I have I don't have a dog in the uh, fight unless the people that's in power deal with the people that are powerless in a respectful way. Harrison grew up in uh, South Central California in the uh, Low Bottoms neighborhood, spending his school years shining shoes 
for high rollers and players. Okay, I guess that's going to say how he got into the drug dealers. I mean, got into the drug dealing business because of the individual. You watch and see what I tell you. He had a musical upbringing uh, classically trained by his uh, next door neighbor, uh, Mrs. Payne, as a pianist and joined his school band playing the trombone and drums. He also went on to take classes in acting at college. And as he said that as a young boy, his uh, neighborhood, though poor, was on the up and up until the drug trade took hold. Now that I can believe. I guarantee. I remember as a young man, a community uh, where everybody's grass was uh, manicured, even though it was um, uh, considered a red zone or a ghetto. Everybody had a job and everybody... Uh, made sure their kids went to school he said now nah, that's uh, now nah, that part i could believe as well because you know how they they uh you know they uh they, when they say people of color or they say black people or whatever they automatically associate the word poor they automatically uh, associate the word ghetto and things of that nature and and uh it's just simply not true because if you come from a neighborhood where these parents are doing their job as parents, there's two of them in the household. The, uh, the, the house is well kept. The line is manicured. As he say, the kids are getting an education. He even tell you himself that he went to uh, a graduated from high school and went to college and was classically trained in the music. That don't sound like no, no ghetto to me. That don't sound like no poor neighborhood to me. First of all, you're going to tell me your next door neighbor could afford and had a piano where you were getting lessons from, but yet y'all calling this a, a, a impoverished community, a red zone. So y'all see why it's important for y'all to get y'all news and get your stories from the uh, black grassroots uh, social media outlets because the stuff that they be putting out here is just simply not the truth or it simply has been watered down or it's been flavored up, flavored up to so much that it changes the narrative of what the uh, true story is all about. Then he goes on to say that then all of a sudden, like a hurricane, something happened. It was like a typhoon and we all got swept up in it. Some of us became addicted to drugs and some of us became addicted to selling drugs, but we were all became addicts. We all uh, had uh, some kind and some form of sickness. Uh, South Central Los Angeles, where I was raised, was hit really hard. California became this distribution center for evil, for poison. Now, that there definitely sounds like the case, but it just wasn't him, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that was hitting, hitting every major metropolitan city uh, with this... Uh, uh, crack epidemic i mean it just you're right it just moved in and boom bam it spread it like wildfire uh, at age 20 he started selling crack cocaine making <clears throat> close connections with both the infamous bloods and the uh rolling 60s crips gangs he grew a vast distribution network reaching from new york to florida to texas to arizona louisiana michigan um in the um indiana Iowa and Illinois, supplied by the uh, Colombian drug cartel, according to the DEA. By age 26, he, his organization was making a reported $2 million per day, a figure he refused to confirm to the Daily Mail, and that's a smart thing to do. Absolutely, you bet not. But in uh, 1988, his empire came crashing down when he was convicted of attempted murder and drug trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. Uh, Harris said as a young uh, man, he uh, saw no options but to start peddling crack to his neighbors, claiming that he made uh, similar choices to billionaire rappers like Jay-Z. Uh, he just got caught. What? See what I'm talking about? There, there we go with that flavoring again, ladies and gentlemen. What? There we go with that flavoring again. Now, they're trying to slander this man's name because he's a billionaire. Now, they're trying to slander his name when he ain't got no association with 
uh, 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 Michael Harris, Death Row Records, uh, 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 the uh, 45 administration, but yet his name comes up in the conversation. This is what I'm talking about when I tell y'all about the helm and mayonnaise is thick in this doggone story. Now, I find this oddly familiar, ladies and gentlemen, when the Miracle Whip Mafia want to start telling you stories and start associating other individuals into uh, uh, what happened to him. So, so if he's a part of this, ladies and gentlemen, he's throwing individuals under the bus for him to be talking about anybody who uh, makes money, uh, did it the same way he did it, except they uh, got in and got out. And then if that was the case, then ladies and gentlemen, then to me, what you're doing right now is doing what y'all say y'all don't do. Y'all don't snitch. Because technically, that's what you're doing right now. If you're saying that they did the same thing that you did, you know, and I'm all for, you know, don't get me wrong. I am all for doing whatever we can to keep the uh, public safe and especially the uh, the black public, you know. I, I'm not saying uh, uh, don't uh, do some things that's, that's maybe necessary in order to keep your household and your community safe. But when you're doing what, what is definitely obvious here, you're outright snitching on someone who uh, who you're claiming did the same thing you did. Uh, I definitely don't see no, no loyalty there if that was the case. But frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even believe that was the case. I believe that's just the, uh, the uh, Miracle Whip Mafia throwing on the uh, uh, Hellman's mayonnaise real thick. So thick that they want to try to get somebody to believe that. And, and if you don't think so, listen to the rest of this. Um, I am one of the guys who went to jail. Uh, you got some rappers now who are worth billions of dollars who said they did the uh, same thing I did. They just uh, did it and got out, he said. There you go. You see what I'm talking about right there? Boy, I'm telling you the truth. See, and I don't want y'all to believe that hype on that. You know what I'm saying? He he's trying to destroy other rappers and other credible singers. These are artists, you know, who are who are uh, celebrated and looked and looked up to in their own right. They, they, if it wasn't publicized by them that they did that, then he ain't got no business sitting down here trying to say that that's the case. Now, why is you feeling all necessary for you to go out here and say this? I'm going to tell you why. Because of the Hellman's crew. I'm going to tell you why. Because of the Miracle Whip Mafia. I'm telling you why. Because of these Glacier Donkeys. Because if you was all quiet about this for the 30 years that you was in prison, what's giving you this, this voice of, of, I've got to tell it like it is now? That's why I told you, ladies and gentlemen, it was something nefarious behind the whole fact of him getting out. Now, was he gotten out for the reasons that they tell us? And this is just me saying that. Or is he using these uh, uh, Mazungu individuals, the 45 and his family or whatever and whatnot, uh, for them to get him out so he can do exactly what he's doing now? Talking about other billionaires, talking about other rappers and saying about uh, uh, how guilty they are, except they didn't get caught. See, that shows me not something else about uh, you being in prison. That showed me maybe your back was broken. And maybe you were getting ridden. And were getting, and, and getting uh, 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 butt broken. For you to sit out here and try to uh, include prominent rappers and, and uh, um, billionaires because of uh, uh, the fact that maybe they got you out of jail seven years early. Because it's one thing you definitely shouldn't be doing right now, especially to this Hellman's crew, is throwing any uh, melanated individual under the bus. In fact, I don't even see any reason for it. That what you're saying now has no bearing on anything to do with you being pardoned, except for maybe the fact that that's why you was pardoned. 
So you can get out here and throw some slanderous accusations toward uh, individuals and then got the uh, nerve and the audacity to name someone? Huh, boy. You down thick. Thick mayonnaise. I can't eat this sandwich. It's got too much mayonnaise on it. You're talking about moist. You're talking about someone tipping to the tulips right now. Now you see it. There you have it. It goes on to say that uh, uh, I didn't get out in time, but my intention was just like this, whether it be Jay-Z or whoever. Just imagine uh, waking up one day and there's a truck on your street and it has uh, two tons of dope in it. I'm talking about in a neighborhood where everybody's still paying their mortgage, he said. Your stomach is about to touch your back because you're because you ain't had a meal in three days. The stuff parked in uh, the truck. If you sell it, you'll become rich. Are you about to tell me that you won't? You wouldn't do that in any situation? No, let me answer that for you. I'm glad you asked. Absolutely not. No, I would not. No, I have too much respect for myself. I have too much respect for my parents. They didn't raise me up that way. And then I have too much respect and too much love for my people. Me and you the same age. I had the same opportunity you did. But my opportunity did not lead me to go down that road. At all. So I'm not going to let you sit down here and badmouth the uh, other individual rappers and other uh, and, and billionaires and badmouth the fact that that's what you had to do in order to eat. No, uh-uh. That's BS. Those was choices that you made, and you can simply just sit up here and tell the truth that you made some bad choices in your life. We all have. You need to be standing up and shaming the devil and telling the truth right now. Rather than sitting down here trying with your nefarious uh, uh, narrative about uh, other other individuals did the same thing. And if they did, who are you to talk about it? Who are you to mention it? We ain't got enough issues and enough trouble with the uh, uh, with the Mazungus and this imperfect, not imperfect, injustice system that keeps slamming us uh, on the ground and then putting a dog on knee and foot in our neck. That's not enough of you. You got to come out here and say what you're saying right now. I guarantee you, I bet you if a lot of individuals, they hear this broadcast and they read this article right now, you're going to lose a, 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 a lot more than uh, your freedom. You're going to lose a whole bunch of respect from individuals out here. A, a whole lot of people who thought that they would be glad that you got out. Wow. I, I can't believe it. Actually, yes, I can. I can believe that. And then you re remember him saying earlier where he, he said that, uh, 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 you know, he thanks and appreciate uh, 45 for getting him out, but uh, he would not comment on uh, 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 45's motives. That means that there was a hidden agenda behind that. And while we're talking about that, let's talk about this issue where, uh, He's giving all of these Mazungus all of these praises, right? And then when he talked about the uh, uh, issue of where he was getting his drugs from, the uh, Columbia Drug Cartel, and then he didn't say anything about that at all, ladies and gentlemen. And that portion that supposedly came from uh, the Daily Mail, right? When it goes, when it says that uh, 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 he was supplied by the uh, Colombian. A drug cartel, according to the DEA. And that's all the elaboration you get on that. But he's throwing all this uh, sugar and all this frosting on uh, on melanated individuals. But he ain't putting none of the uh, blame where it belongs. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's a sad day when you can sit back here and, and, and see somebody who's supposed to be hard somebody who's supposed to be an original OG 
sit back here and let them write this garbage about him and other uh, uh, influential uh, um, black individuals. Telling you it's a bunch of BS, it's a bunch of poppycock. Anyway, it goes on to say that uh, this is not a justification. This is the realization of what happened. It should have, it should have, haven't ever happened. But uh, Harris, his voice crackling said, uh, he is now consumed with the regret of coming face to face with the uh, consequences of his crimes uh, in San Quentin State Prison. I've done sat in prison with people who have been on drugs for less than 20 or 30 years. I've done sat in prison with people who have been on drugs for the last 20 or 30 years. I've been in prison with crack babies. Their parents is some people who consume the drugs uh, that me and so many other people sold. And I had to sit with them. I had to talk to them. I had to see the results of what I had did. And uh, I'm telling you, man, uh, every day, even now, I think about my participation and it uh, uh, makes me sick to my stomach that I let <clears throat> let them trick me to help kill my people. That's killing me every day. Brother, please. You wasn't tricked. You wasn't cahoosed. You wasn't coerced. You wasn't run amok. You wasn't led astray. Don't, don't, don't uh, do that. You, you need to man up. I told you, you need to man up, stand up, and shame the devil and tell it like it is. Because unless they had a gun to your head all day, every day, brother, you simply made a choice to do something that uh, you thought uh, wasn't going to uh, come back and catch you. But it came back and caught you. Especially when you want to sit down here and say others did it, but they got out, they got in and out. Okay, but then if that was the case, then brother, why didn't you get in and out? Why are you spilling any of these uh, uh, false narratives about uh, other individuals simply because you got caught? Now, I, I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Harris served 23 years in state prison for attempted murder and kidnapping. Prosecutors said the kingpin suspected a uh, distant relative and employee uh, of his drug, um, of it, let me see what it says. Distant relative and employee of his drug operation of stealing. So he and two accomplices took the men out to the desert, shot him, and left him for dead. I believe that. I definitely believe that. He also claimed the uh, innocence of the uh, state crimes. And a uh, former drug lord got a uh, glimpse of a uh, freedom in 2011 when, they, uh, when the alleged victim uh, recanted their testimony at a parole hearing. The parole board decided to end his state sentence, but Harris was simply moved to a federal prison to serve his uh, separate drug trafficking sentence until uh, 2028. He ended up incarcerated for a total of 33 years. Despite his uh, decades behind bars at some of the uh, country's most notorious prisons, Harris kept an uh, explanatory record uh, re-establishing the San Quentin Prison newspaper as editor, sitting up on programs for the uh, convicted, I mean, setting up programs for the convicted convicts uh, to learn computer uh, programming, uh, helping uh, their rehabilitation and teaching at-risk youth to stay on the uh, straight and narrow. But the former uh, kingpin said that in the uh, first few years of his sentence, he thought um, 
his thoughts were not of justice reform and repentance, but of his interrupted plans to dominate the hip-hop industry with death row records. Is that where you would thought that? I should have probably spent every uh, waking hour uh, on my case. Wait a minute, pop-ups, people. Let me get rid of the pop-ups. But I put the I put that aside to focus on this company because I felt it would be a platform to speak uh, to people who couldn't see things as as was seen from behind the walls. He said uh, he told Daily Mail. Uh, I would talk to Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and the world, and the whole family, and everybody that was assigned to death row. I had an opportunity to speak with uh, them about the vision and how uh, their words could affect people. I had uh, watched the people uh, in, in prison, in Pelican Bay, and all the other notorious jars uh, when they <clears throat> when they would hear those songs. The pride they would have, um, they would have when everybody uh, says Compton or L.A. or Long Beach, they ran for it, they embraced it. So I expressed uh, to them, I said, "You were, your words have uh, power. People hang on every word. So you should take care of what you say." Uh, the album we produced, The Chronic, was filled with all of that. The rap mongrel said his record label name was inspired by his short stint in San Quentin Wings for inmates facing the death penalty. Uh, I saw young guys, excuse me, I saw guys younger than me, 23, 24 years old, with death sentences. It ripped me uh, out. Uh... Crips founder, Tukey Williams, he was there, he said. Being on death row is weird. It's real quiet. You think? Really? I would hear uh, when they would take guys to the chamber. I would hear them walking, saying, pray for me. It has a profound effect on me. It changed my life. It made me want to tell those stories. Is that right? They came, uh, they come from uh, death row. So uh, there's more uh, of this article, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hear the uh, whole thing, uh, you can go to uh, the Daily Mail and uh, check it out. But uh, a lot of things that I I have showed you and told you already, ladies and gentlemen, it's just simply not true. There's a bunch of false narratives there in here. The story is filled with uh, Helmets Mayonnaise. If you uh drinking Kool-Aid, ladies and gentlemen, it's got so much sugar in this story, you can't uh, drink it. Now, that's just in my opinion. So anyway, anyway, in this last little part right here, it says that uh, Harris said, although uh, he provided the funding and called the shots at the new label, his incarceration kept him from being the face of the firm. At the time, I was in prison with a life sentence. I had a federal sentence, and I was concerned with how it would look if I told the world it was my company, he said. I wanted the company to succeed, so I took a back seat. I didn't want my name on the company. Dr. Dre actually put a thank you, um, Harry O, on the cover of the sleeve. That was as much as I was uh, comfortable with. As well as regretting his criminal past, uh, Harris said he made a, a fatal error picking Suge Knight, who is currently serving 28 years in prison for a hit-and-run killing, to help him run death row from the uh, outside. I wanted him to be the executive producer. Suge Knight, the world came to a no, is not the Suge Knight I first met and sat with, he said. A lot of the people ask me, uh, um, how can you even be in business with this guy? When I met him from the uh, moment he was like a student, he listened intensively. He said all of the uh, right things. I was in a situation where I needed somebody to listen. In the 1990s, the label took off, selling 18 million albums and earning more than $325 million in his first 
uh, for years alone, uh, launching to a stardom the, the West Coast rap legend, including uh, um, Dr. Dre, N.W.A., Snoop Dogg, uh, Tupac Shakur, and was widely accredited with changing the face of hip hop, but was a uh, success. But with success came uh, controversy. Night wrestling, a uh, wrestle control of the company from Harris, hired as uh, a security, uh, notorious LAPD officer, embroiled in the uh, rap pop drug trafficking scandal and turned death row into a firm synonymous with uh, continuous lawsuits and uh, criminal prosecutions. I became I became a uh, money machine, and people work went crazy. Harris said, "I put the uh, blueprint together, and it was destroyed. It was on steroids. I <clears throat> I'm responsible in my mind for helping to create Suge Knight. Maybe that's why I'm uh, I had to uh, suffer so much in jail. Maybe I needed to be punished for that because so many people." Uh, that I loved lost their life behind people like him, trusting him and thrusting and trusting in people who uh, only care about themselves. So well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Like I say, there's more to this story if y'all want to get down to it and whatnot. But that's the main part of it. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. I ask each and every one of y'all to continue to do your social distancing, ladies and gentlemen. Continue to take care of your immune system with the uh, proper meals. You know, the proper uh, fruits and uh, vegetables and nuts and seeds and berries and, and vitamins and garlic and onions. And all the things that brings about a, uh, a healthy immune system, especially the G-bombs. Continue to wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. Continue to keep them clothes clean as soon as you come in the house before you decide to relax and chill. Get yourself bathed up and freshened up. As you know, everyone, I love you guys. Loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. Until I see y'all again, peace, love, and soul.